speak loudly and clearly. Rise of Rabash, volume 1, page 605 in the Hebrew edition. What is the difference between a field and a man of the field in the work? It is written in the Zohar, and Isaac loved Esau because he had game in his mouth. He wrote here, a skillful hunter, a man of the field. And it is written there, he was a mighty hunter. As there means that he was hunting people's minds and misleading them into rebelling against the Creator. So here, a man of the field means in order to rob people and kill them. He's a man of the field because his inheritance is not in an inhabited place, but in a desolate place, in the desert, in the field. For this reason, he's called a man of the field. Concerning Isaac, we also see that it is written a field, as it is written, and Isaac went out to wander the field. Also, it is written about Jacob, and he said, Behold, the scent of my son is as the scent of a field that the Lord has blessed. We should understand the difference between the fields where it was said about Esau, who is, who is called a man of the field, that the Zohar interprets to rob people and to kill them. Whereas concerning Isaac, it is written to wander in the field, which is a great thing. As our sages said, that Isaac established the afternoon prayer because of the verse, and Isaac went out to wander in the field. We should also understand why it is written about Jacob, that Isaac said, the scent of my son is as the scent of a field that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, we should understand the difference between a man of the field to wander in the field and the scent of a field. Likewise, here in Malchut, who is called a field, for the will to receive Reception is important and is considered of superior importance, while matters of bestowal are of inferior importance. In sanctity, there is the matter of plowing, that we must till the land, meaning turn the will to receive, which is on top, to be below. And the will to bestow to be on top. Specifically by this can we yield crops that are good to eat. 
Otherwise, there is no way we will be able to eat food of holiness, as it is written, much crop comes by the strength of the ox. That is, the force of the ox yields much crop. The meaning of ox is, as our sages said, that malchut of heaven must be as an ox to the burden and as an ass to the load. Baal Hasulam said that axe to the burden means that the burden of faith must be as one places the yoke on the ox as to plow the field without any consideration of its will if it agrees with it. Instead, we must place the, wo- the yoke on it against its will. Likewise, man must take upon himself the burden of the kingdom of heaven. Since an oak is knowing, as it is written, the ox knows its master. For this reason, faith is regarded as a burden to one who needs knowledge. It therefore follows that a field is malchut with respect to self-reception, which requires plowing, which is the correction of the field to turn the vessel of reception, which is of high importance, and make it low in importance. While the vessels of bestowal, which are of low importance, raise them so as to be of high importance. It is known that the will to receive is in mind and heart, and both require correction. In the mind, the correction is faith above reason. In the heart, the correction is that every pleasure he receives will be in order to bestow. And more precisely, every act he does will be in order to bestow. Otherwise, he will not make a single move. Accordingly, we can interpret why it is written about itself, a man of the field. Meaning that while he is in the state of field, he must assume the burden of the kingdom of heaven as an ox to the burden. He thinks he is complete and does not need any corrections. This is called for he had game in his mouth. This is as it is written in the Zohar, and Esau said that he was in the field in order to pray. And he hunted and deceived Isaac with his mouth. In the work, we should interpret that he had game in his mouth, means that his mouth and heart were not the same. His mouth is externality, meaning that in actions he was righteous, because there is nothing to add to actions. 
But in his heart, meaning the intention, he was not as the act. The act that is apparent to people implies that he wants to observe the commandment of the Creator in order to please him by doing his will in observing the mitzvot. But in his heart, he thinks only about his own benefit and not about the benefit of the Creator. Thus his mouth and heart are not the same. Therefore in action, Esau prepared complete, appeared complete, like a completed person. This is the meaning of Esav was a man of the field, meaning that he had no more work to do in the field since the work of the field begins with plowing, which is about inverting the vessels of reception. This is not for him because it is enough for him to keep everything in externality, which is called his mouth meaning that his mouth and heart are not the same. Therefore, Esav is called the man of the field, meaning that a field is receiving for him for oneself. And in this, he is complete and has nothing more to add. And this is not so with Isaac and Jacob. To them, the work of the field was labor and prayer in the field. As it's written about Isaac, and Isaac went out to wander in the field, which is prayer. It is as our sages said that Isaac established the afternoon prayer when he prayed to raise the Shekhinah from the dust. Meaning that the vessel of bestow which should be in the kingdom of heaven in mind and heart would be in order to bestow. However, Esau, who was a man of the field, corrected nothing so as to work in order to bestow. Rather, with him, everything was only for his own sake. This is why the Zohar also interprets a man of the field to rob people and to kill them. The Zohar also interprets a man of the field since his inheritance is not in an inhabited place but in a desolate place in the desert in the field. That is why he is called a man of the field. When one works only for oneself, that state is regarded as stealing the aspect of man that is in him, meaning the aspect of you are called men, and the nations of the world are not called men. That aspect is robbed from him when he works for his own benefit. יש לפרש 
We should interpret that when Jacob established the will of below, his intention was his own will, which is the field, meaning that he established it to be as above. That is, as above, Malchut of Kedusha is a screen meaning that on the will to receive for himself, there is a screen that raises reflected light, meaning that everything she wants to receive is because she wants to bestow. Likewise, he established himself so that all his actions would be in order to bestow. Hence, when Jacob came to Isaac, since Jacob is the middle line, where all the wholeness appears, this is why it is written that Isaac said, and he said, Behold, the scent of my son is as the scent of a field that the Lord has blessed. That is, when the kingdom of heaven called a field received the correction of the middle line, it is called the field that the Lord has blessed, meaning that here appear the, the light and pleasure that the Creator has prepared for the creatures. This is the difference between a man of the field wander in the field and as the scent of a field. What does Rabash want to tell us in this article? It's not clear what is the main message. It's clear we need to work in order to bestow and not to receive in order to receive, but he wouldn't write an entire article for it. He wants to tell us how we should approach the field. What should we demand? Uh, from our field of work. It's not clear the matter of the plowing. What is exactly this action of plowing? Plowing means to turn over. Seemingly simple, but how do you plow? How do you turn it, uh, the, the stars? How do we plow? Physically, it's clear to us. Yeah, I was riding tractors. But in the internality, turn upside down. What is below, turn it up. And what's above, turn it down. What's unimportant, make it important, and vice versa. By a person performing such preparations, he brings himself closer to the understanding of the work of the Creator on him. And then it turns out that he receives in the field the right fruits. What is the 
What is plowing the field, in the tent? This is something that you need to answer. You should take into account that all of you together are working on it. Let's say the field is between you and what should each one do in order to turn the field into a place from which great benefit will uh, spring to the desire to bestow between you and so that you will get closer more and more each time to the Creator. There are three walking in the field, the Sav, Isaac and Jacob children here. I imagine it all speaks of one person. What's the difference between Isaac who established the midday prayer and Jacob the evening prayer? If they both, if they're both doing the correct action, why only Jacob's action is rewarded since he's called the middle line? Because it concludes the work. He seals, signs all of men's work. And what's the difference between the midday prayer and the evening prayer so we'll be precise and not waste our time? The difference is, first of all, in the conditions. Even after the day ends, he nevertheless prays to the Creator in order to gather all the possibilities that he did not yet correct during the day. He corrects them and elevates them up. He seals the work, completes. Yeah. What's dangerous about the sub? How should we... Because seemingly it seems like he's having a good time. He goes out to the field, he feels that he's okay, his actions are okay are good, he's good with himself, he's comfortable, and that that's what kills humans, he hunts their hearts. Right, he directs them to an incorrect work in the field. Well, so how do we be aware of that Asav inside of us that uh, tells us you're on the path, we're doing all the deeds, everything is okay, we'll be okay. Yes, this already begins to be a lie. Seemingly, he says correct things that we should do, but it turns out from that that there is an incorrect form of work. So I'm not to fall into it. Let's say like Jacob, uh, Isaac and Jacob that are in constant prayer, but Asav is in wholeness. Yes. Um... I think that 
עשו עוזר לאדם helps a person to realize that he must have support from above, help from above, and that the possibility for that is only by turning to the Creator and always being in adhesion, meaning the Sao, As much as it seems to us that he is uh, bad and uh, hindering, however, he does direct us directly to the Creator. But it seems very dangerous. If you don't pay attention to him, he kills a person's uh, yearning and, and leisurely. He doesn't, you don't see him as an enemy. He actually kills a person kind of leisurely. But without him, it's impossible. Without a sound, how would you advance? No. All of the doubts, uh, uh, all the questions, they come uh, from Esau. I don't understand that, because he says he considers himself a complete man who doesn't need any correction. This is considered that he has game in his mouth. Esau said that he's in the field in order to pray, but in practice he cheated Isaac with his mouth. He seemingly does everything correctly. But he's cheating, deceiving. But by that, by deceiving, he actually directs them to correction, since they have no choice. And instead of just wandering around with these works, they turn to the Creator and they demand, they cry out. How, what size do we have to detect this Esau inside of us? This is uh, something that we should now think about, all of us, together. How do we detect this uh, concept of Esau? inside each one, in the relations between us, and from between us and the Creator. Where is He here? Ultimately, we have to be complete with our truth. We have to be how to work correctly. So we would aim each other correctly toward the connection, the correction. We try to be connected between us and connected with the Creator. And through this connection between us and with the Creator, we want to see the forces that are operating in us. Question from Turkey 8. 
says, behold a well in the field. What is a well in our work? A well is a place of water. Source of water from which we we get life. The force of uh, living and development it says rather the well in the field means the well up above the nukva one against the other he said the well down below was aimed corresponding to the well above what is the well below and what is the well above is the source of light this is how we can detect it while we labor in our work He writes that every action he will do will be in order to bestow or he will make no movement. Can you explain that condition? Well, it's a condition where he wants to see himself advancing correctly with a pure bestow so that if it's not in order to bestow, he doesn't do it. What does it mean not to do anything unless it's in order to bestow? Uh, it sounds like we're saying that from Lolishma you come to Lishma and the reforming light. Yes, but his intention is to be only in an act of bestow. So it's in the intention? Yes. It's in the intention. where his mouth and his heart are not the same. Can this have be this transition between left and right? Okay. No. No, okay. So, so yes, it sounds like an addition on wholeness, completeness. So, is an addition to the wholeness, yes. An addition to the wholeness, and then at some point, Esav feels, because it's everything in, in a single person, so at some point he feels it's not enough for him. And he's killing only by remaining bestowed in order to bestow. It doesn't let him develop. And that's why Esav and Isaac are friends, because Esav helps Isaac advance toward the prayer, the scrutiny, how to advance. Yes. So Esav is something we go through on the, on, on the way. It's good for us. With uh, all of these things that we uh, learn about, we have to use them. Of course, without them, we won't reach the goal. Thank you. Ken. Morning. He speaks of the ox that plows the field and he takes the yoke on himself. Now this yoke, the ox working in the field knows nothing. It's simply harness him and he plows. We're the same. We come here 
And then he goes to the degree of faith. He says it's above reason. How do you transition from the state of being an ox? You plow, plow, plow. I don't even know you're plowing. I don't think the ox knows he's plowing. I also don't always know I'm plowing. And from there you go to faith. If you perform an act which you are associated with, then through this action, you start to understand who gave it to you, who handed over this action to you, and what does he expect of you, and how can you respond? Meaning, through your work, you start to feel what you're commanded, and in such a way, the, the one who commands you, and in such a way to get closer to him. And it doesn't matter what the work is, so long as you are looking for the upper one. So even when you don't know the main thing is to be in the field and to plow, even, even when you don't understand what's going on with you. Oh, you don't understand. And that is the faith that you agree with, because we're not an ox, really. We have some intelligence. You can also say that this is the beginning of faith. Yes, give it to him. What's the intention here? In some of the articles, it separates the work of the heart from the work in the, on the mind. Can you explain a little bit about the work on the heart and the work on the mind? On the mind? Well, as we see what intention is and what faith is, that uh, there's a great difference. And uh, we will learn about it. It's not simple. We will divide it into many parts. Another question, uh, is it possible that there will be two opposites? I was wondering why he's separating them. That the intention will be for myself and the mind will be in faith or the mind in bestow and the intention in knowing? There could be confusion like this along the way when one cannot detect it. Should we be sensitive to the discernments? Well, bit by bit we'll get closer to it. There was somebody back there. Not you, not you. Yes, Amit. Uh, like Oren, I had this question about the mind and the heart, because it says we learn that the ox is uh, the mind and the donkey is the, uh, the ass is the heart. And the work in the field is as a ox to the burden and uh, ass to the load. And here he focuses on the work of the ox. The ox is the one who plows. The work is with the mind. The action of plowing is with the mind, the brain. So what does it mean? In thought? Yes. Each good thought a person has seemingly plows as another row in the field. Yes. So how from that the intention, the heart is corrected? Where's the, the donkey, the ass with the load? What about him? Yes. 
What to do with the donkey? Sure, the ox needs to turn the field into a place that is ready for uh, receiving the seeds. And the donkey it's only in order to carry small things. In order to work on top of the work of the ox. It's in many articles, there's this confusion where on the one hand all the work is in the work of the heart all you need is to correct the heart the creator wants the heart the intention has to be in the desire he writes here also that every pleasure you have to receive in order to bestow the work is in that on the other hand he says no the work is in plowing like an ox to the burden it's in the mind and the good thoughts above your evil thoughts because by plowing you do the main work you create your line so what about the work of the intention where is that I understand to think correctly to think good but what is the intention where is that where does it fit in the work the intention exists in a person who works with the ox and with the donkey yeah, where is that? Asked that donkey. I don't understand. Well, not yet. Comes later. You can't work with the donkey when the, uh, the ground is not ready. So it's not in parallel. It's first you need the the. Yes. We know that in the end, what changes the intention in the person is the reforming light. A person by himself cannot change the intention. We know, we heard that these two precise actions with which you can draw the reforming light are the morning lesson and when a person engages in or reads from articles, the sources, then you can draw the light. The, the light works. Now, is it possible that in the article it's not enough to reach the field, but you need something else for the light to work? Is that what the article is aiming us toward? We, we think that we are activating some external forces, but we need to ensure we are activating our internal forces, desire, deficiency, yearning, let those want to receive the direction from above. That is the problem. If I tell myself, it's enough that I come to the lesson, that's it, the light will work on me already. No, of course not. 
So what should I tell myself? You need to arrive with a prayer, a ready made prayer from home, from before the lesson, that ties you to the previous lesson that you have built from the previous lesson and that through your work you have constructed a new desire and that's how you advance day to day. Otherwise it will not work. Indeed, like you say now, we touched the evening prayer and the morning lesson, uh, the evening prayer and the morning lesson also, and you said that the person has to finish the day with the evening prayer in a way that he concluded his day, he should have a certain feeling with respect to it just like with the evening prayer. So how do we conclude the day after a person went through different states, he went through all kinds of things, what should be his approach to everything that he went through? You said that this is called Jacob. He knew how to associate it and, and how to summarize the day. Jacob is the middle line who's making a calculation about everything that uh, transpired during the day, and he knows how to bring it all to the correct summary. What does he know? The day that he went through, what does he associate it to? That's his power. His power against the middle line. Corresponding to the keter, the middle line. That's how he sees his work. What should, I mean, how is a day summarized in the end? With what feeling? So that we will know that I'm working correctly, that I want to be, like you say, that middle line. What should we reach at the end of the day? At the end of the day, you need to sign off on what you've been through. And get ready for the following day. With uh, a feeling that I know that now the day has ended and I'm going to sleep and I will wake up and there's going to be another lesson. So, what do I want? With which lack should I go to sleep? I know that we talked many times about it, but maybe you can say something new. Because you wish to be incorporated in the Creator in the next level. To be more precise, you said we have to reach the lesson with a prayer that has been prepared in advance. What should this prayer be with which I come to the lesson? To connect with the friends and to yearn to the Creator.
how to prepare this uh, prayer correctly before the lesson. We'll start with that. Come to the lesson with that intention. That I want to connect with a friend in order to take another step toward the Creator. also wanted to ask about the ox uh, with the burden uh, compared to Esav. Um, do we always have to feel that we are working with the burden as if working against ourselves in coercion? If the work is correct, we always feel resistance, a burden, and together with that, we feel these powers that we activate against this burden, against the resistance, and the result of the two is the fruit of, of the work, of our labor, the, the correct result. Um, as we read, we have uh, three states, Asaf, um, Isaac, and Jacob. So where does the plowing actually begin as an action? And where does it end? Where does the work begin? The work of plowing. By truly connecting between us and starting to rub against each other. Mm-hmm. Where does it end, Rav? It ends. We need to receive a, uh, a sign from above. That we are ready. Is it in all three? The ready for the next state. Is it in all three the phases that uh, this plowing? All three the states. Kent. Yes. And what is the difference in the plowing? Is there a difference, let's say, in the sort of plowing uh, in the, let's say, in Asaf or in Isaac or in Jacob? In Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the plowing is aimed at the goal. And in Esau, it's about changing the goal of the work to the opposite form. Woman Brazil won. Obrigada, Ralph. O que é usurpar? 
Uh, what does it mean uh, to rob people and kill them? Is it in terms of desire or intention that are not corrected? And why does the Creator awaken it in us? And what is our work against these forces? The Creator awakens us in it so that we would begin to discern such correct intentions and incorrect intentions and that we would move as far as possible from the incorrect intentions. Otherwise, we'll have no discernment. We need those things in order to later build Pasufim in complex relationships to acts of sanctity. What is this force that brings me to bestow? The power that brings you to bestow is actually the uh, summary of all the forces, the sum total of all the forces. We are reading from the writings of Baal Sulam, the article from My Flesh I Shall See God. We are in the subtitle, The Essence of the Intellectual Perception. You already know that the intellectual ones with bodies are not robbed of knowing their emanator whatsoever, just as they are not robbed of knowing their friends who are like them. It is so because a friend like a brother does not recognize only their spirit and internality without any clothing, since the mind itself is already wrapped in clothing, meaning the power of imagination. And because one cannot imagine a spiritual form that That whole kind is invisible to him. And yet, his gaze constantly falls on the externality, meaning one's friend's body and his physical movements. And by persistence, they will thoroughly recognize all the spiritual degrees in it. For this, is all he wants to know, and not his own bodily flesh, of course. He will not feel any lack of sadness and not knowing his mind and degrees in its actual spiritual form. For he is not obligated to know his friend more than he knows himself. And even his own internality he does not attain.
For this reason, when the creature is well versed in all the laws of nature and its corporeal ordinances and observes them diligently, it can be said that he knows the Creator face to face. It is as one speaks to one's friend where each of his parts is adhered to his friend in similar similarity, meaning the power of imagination, of intellectual forms and movements. And when we research the essence of the mind to the best of our ability, we will find that it is by the gathering of spiritual beings and from that collection extends its conducts. That is, all of man's advantage over the beast is that in man there is an organ that can gather within it spiritual beings. Likewise, the advantage of one person over another is in the amount of the power of the above-mentioned extension and in the forms of the beings themselves. For one extends important beings and another beings that are not so important. The difference between a spiritual being and the governance is that a boundary of the being is an intellectual image that extends and is present in one's mind unchanged, meaning it cannot be explained through events that happen over time. And the governance falls under the influence of time and place. It is just as one who is naturally stingy can give a bit donation once his life due to the place or the timing. What type of recognition do we have to reach between us, the friends? What do we have to know in the friend? What should the friend know in us? That we can add to one another. What I have, I can add to the friend, and what the friend has, he can add to me. And that way, eventually, we come to complete awareness. I need to feel the friend's internality and he has to feel my internality? Yes. What does that mean? What does that mean? I can't explain to you. But it's clear that it needs to be so. Can I understand what it means that I feel? I can understand what it means that I feel my thoughts and feelings. That's my internality, right? So that's how the friend has to feel my thoughts and my feelings and I have to feel his thoughts and his feelings just like I feel myself. 
although eventually yes but it's not that we're working on that now but eventually yes but we're not working on it now now we're not working on it no why not we're not capable of attaining it. But that's where we have to go to, right? As one man, as one heart. Gradually, but for the time being, no. So what's the next step that is relevant towards us to come closer to that state? Love. Love. Is that something external? No, it's not external, but through love we will be able to come closer to one another and then we will be able to get to know what's in the heart of a friend, what's in his decisions, uh, slowly, slowly, gradually. This love, how do I depict it? How do we depict love? Yeah. Connection. What's connection? Connection is that I feel where each is incorporated in the other. Meaning a feel? Yes. But we said not to work on that yet. Okay, but you're asking me in general when it will be. No, I'm asking how do we come closer to that connection. If I understand correctly, so the connection is that I feel the thoughts and desires of the friend and he feels mine. Just like each one feels himself. Well, that's a very exalted matter, yes? We come close to love from that. What is love? Love is incorporation. That's a result of connection, isn't it? Yes. So I'm asking what the means is. I understood that the first step towards connection, what is that? The first step towards connection? Yeah. The annulment of the existence of a person. One discernment to another. What do we now? What do we now need to see before us? Yes, that's something else. We need to see before us a state in which we are all connecting. What does it mean to see? To try and connect, meaning to depict our connected state yes and what to accept it uh, to, to expect it to yearn for it make uh, uh, you know practical actions that should bring us to that are meant to bring us to connection for instance what actions can I do that will bring me to connection anything that can lead me to the feeling of the friend. For me to feel him as a part of me. And that's how it is with everyone. 
And to the extent in which I expand my boundaries, to that extent, more and more I feel in them the power of the Creator. Thank you. Maybe to continue, he writes that the advantage of man over the beast is that while building man, there's such an organ which is willing to gather spiritual beings into him. What is that? What is that organ? That we can incorporate with everyone. With everyone. In order to come to a state of being as one man in one heart, all together, in one desire. So every man has like an organ that, yes. that feels the entire soul. Yes. When we work in the ten with the friends, so we're developing it. The truth is that it belongs to everyone. First, those that have that are have the merit for this, that's called Israel. And after that, the others. And the fact that we're not doing it in time, we discover the hatred towards us, the natural hatred towards us. So, in the development of the world, to feel that organ that feels everyone together. Yes. So, so all problems and troubles is because we don't feel that organ. Yes. And that's something Israel must... Yes, that depends on us. Subtitle, Extensions that Gather in Man's Mind Know that the above-mentioned preparation called man's mind is like a drop from the extract of all the organs and qualities of the corporeal body. It becomes attached to the first extensions that gather and extend to one's mind. For example, while still a child, a person watches and conducts of the world and its creator. Some of them become attached to knowledge, some to wealth, and some to power. If he chooses the quality of knowledge because he likes it, it follows that he drew into himself a good creation from which good conducts will extend. But if he clings to wealth, it is said that he drew into his mind an inferior spiritual being. Later, when he grows, he sees more measures. For example, one person leaves his corporeal possessions and dedicates himself to learning while another chooses learning, but still engages in worldly matters. 
If the child nurtures the merit of the first, then he has extended a good being into his mind. But if he favors the second one, he is drawn into himself an inferior being. Afterward come types of learning from the Creator or from the created beings. And afterward he checks whether to receive reward or not to receive reward. All those images are created beings. And from that collection, one substance is made called mind. Okay. They're tired for some reason. So much so that it's... Yes, Niv. What determines what that child will like Probably the records, the Rishimo. So it doesn't depend on him. No. No, really? No. The natural forces we receive from birth. By what do we determine these? We can determine these only later, how we implement them. So one implements himself in maximum reaches that he likes in order to receive a reward, and one implements himself to the maximum in not in order to receive a reward. We will see. We'll get to the world of truth, and there we will see. Thank you. If we're already talking about it, so the child doesn't have a decision. So what can the educator do for him that he that will direct the child and extend the good creations as he writes? The educator needs to give a child possibilities to develop. That's it. And he's saying, look, that here he is drawn more to knowledge or money. So what inspires him more becomes his mind. It could be, yes. Can I influence him that one will be more important than the other? That's the work of the educator, changing values. Yes. about what Oren asked a person has to change himself or correct his values a person needs to scrutinize his tendencies and develop them as much as possible and later check to where nevertheless in what direction he is going to develop What's considered what we should do? What is a correction of my values that they, that my values change? Yes. So why is it called a correction and not a change? Well, you're using it, so it's called a correction. 
initial value stay or does it change completely and then he sees what he developed with and looks at it as if it doesn't belong to him anymore no there's no such thing nevertheless the same initial tendencies remain in a person 